Lysosome targeting chimeras for degradation of extracellular proteins. An article by Stephen Bannick, Caroline Bertozzi, and others from Stanford University, Stanford, USA. Nature 2020. The majority of therapies that target individual proteins rely on a specific activity modulating interactions with the target protein, for example, enzyme inhibition or ligand blocking. However, several major classes of therapeutically relevant proteins have unknown or inaccessible activity profiles and so cannot be targeted by such strategies. Protein degradation platforms such as proteolysis targeting chimeras, PROTEC, or others, for example, TTAC, TrimAway, Tepro-mediated autophagy targeting and snipers have been developed for proteins that are typically difficult to target. However, these methods involve the manipulation of intracellular protein degradation machinery and are therefore fundamentally limited to proteins that contain cytosolic domains to which ligands can bind and recruit the prerequisite cellular components. Extracellular and membrane-associated proteins, the product of 40% of all protein encoding genes, are key agents in cancer, aging-related diseases and autoimmune disorders, and so a general strategy to selectively degrade these proteins has the potential to improve human health. Here we establish the target degradation of extracellular and membrane-associated proteins using conjugates that bind both a cell surface lysosome shuttling receptor and the extracellular domain of a target protein. These initial lysosome-targeting chimeras, which we term LITEC, consist of a small molecule of antibody fused to chemically synthesized glycopeptide ligands that are agonists of the cation-independent mannose 6-phosphate receptor we use LITEC to develop a crisp interference screen that reveals the biochemical pathway for cation-independent mannose 6-phosphate receptor, CIM6PR, mediated cargo internalization in cell lines, and uncover the exocyte complex as a previously unidentified but essential component of this pathway. We demonstrate the scope of this platform through the degradation of therapeutically relevant proteins including apolipoprotein E4, epidermal growth factor receptor, CD71 and programmed death ligand 1. Our results establish a modular strategy for directing secreted and membrane proteins for lysosomal degradation with broad implications for biochemical research and for therapeutics. Unlike the proteosomal pathway, the lysosomal pathway for protein degradation is not limited to proteins that have intracellular domains. Families of cell surface lysosome targeting receptors LTRs, have been reported to facilitate the transport of proteins to lysosomes. We proposed that chimeric molecules capable of binding both a cell surface LTR and an extracellular protein 
might induce internalization and lysosomal degradation of the target, offering a means to accelerate the degradation of proteins by using blinders that act in the extracellular space. The prototypical LTR is the cation-independent mannose-6-phosphate receptor, CIM6PR, also called EGF2R, which endogenously transports proteins bearing N-glycans coupled with mannose-6-phosphate M6P residues to lysosomes. The receptor cycles continuously between endosomes the cell surface and the Golgi complex. CIM6PR shuttles cargo efficiently to prolysosomal compartments, where a lowered pH enables cargo to dissociate and progress to the lysosome while CIM6PR is recycled. On the basis of its ability to efficiently deliver proteins to lysosomes, and its expression in a range of different tissue types, CIM6PR has been exploited to deliver therapeutic enzymes for the treatment of lysosomal storage disorders. Here we present lysosome targeting chimeras, which we term LITAC, that enable the depletion of secreted and membrane-associated proteins by a mechanism of action that is orthogonal and complementary to that of existing technologies, and which does not rely on an extracellular protease for efficacy. We show that LITAC can serve as biochemical probes for the study of receptor trafficking and protein degradation, and can mediate the degradation of both secreted and membrane-associated proteins of therapeutic interest. To develop ligands for CIM6PR, we leveraged precedents aimed at enhancing lysosomal enzyme replacement therapies and drug delivery platforms. This previous work included biosynthetic engineering of M6P-bearing ligands, as well as chemical synthesis of oligomeric M6P-containing scaffolds. A recurring design parameter for these studies was the requirement for a multivalent ligand in order to achieve optimal CIM6PR agonism. Previous work had also revealed that the 6-phosphoester could undergo hydrolysis in human serum, leading to rapid endocytosis by macrophages bearing magnose receptors. We reasoned that N-carboxyhydride NCA-derived glycopolypeptides bearing multiple serine O-mannose-6-phosphonate M6PN residues would enable multivalent presentation on a biocompatible phosphatase inert and modular scaffold. We synthesized M6PN glycopolypeptides starting with the conversion of mannose pentacetate to M6PN NCA in 13 steps. Subsequent co-polymerization of M6PN-NCA and alanine-NCA provided access to M6PN glycopolypeptides of various lengths, including short and long variants, to test in-protein degradation assays. 
We also synthesized the corresponding M6P containing core polymers bearing the natural phosphorylated glycan structure with similar molecular weights and dispersities to those obtained with M6PN monomers. To demonstrate the feasibility of CIM6PR driven LITEC, we designed an in assay to measure the uptake of Nutriavidine 647 and Alexafluor 647 labeled protein to which biotin binds. We synthesized a biotinylated poly M6P and poly M6PN polypeptides as well as poly N acetyl galactosamine, polygal NAC, and polymanose as controls. K562 cells were incubated with either NA647 or NA647 and biotinylated glycopolypeptide for one hour, then washed and analyzed by fluorocytometry. Co-incubation with M6P and M6PN polypeptides increased seroflorescence by 5 to 6 fold compared with the background with only minor differences in uptake efficiency observed as a result of glycopolypeptide length. M6PN polypeptides showed performance that was equivalent or superior to that of M6P polypeptides of similar length, whereas incubation with manus or gal-nac containing glycopolypeptides showed no marked change in fluorescence compared with the background. NA647 uptake mediated by poly-M6PN was attenuated by co-incubation with excess exogenous M6P. Furthermore, uptake remained continuous over time suggesting that surface receptor recycling was the rate-limiting step. AF647 is reported to be stable in endosomes and lysosomes, with a steadily increasing fluorescent signal arising from intracellular fluorophore accumulation. Live cell fluorescence microscopy experiments revealed that the AF647 signal co-localized with acidic endosomes and lysosomes after only one hour. Finally, biotinylated LITEC mediated NA647 uptake in various cell lines, demonstrating the breadth of CIM6PR targeting, as well as the ability to use small molecules as LITEC warheads. We next performed a crisp interference CRISPR pooled genetic screening with the aim of identifying genes for which knockdown ablates the delivery of NA647 by biotinylated LITEC. K562 cells expressing DKS9 KRAP were transducted with a genome-wide library of CRISPR single-guide RNA and incubated with LITEC and NA647. A population of cells that exhibited a substantial decrease in NA647 labeling was isolated by fluorescence activated cell sorting facts. 
and next generation sequencing was performed to identify single guide RNAs that were overrepresented in this population. Guide RNAs to EGF2R, which encodes CIM6PR, were highly enriched in the sorted pool, providing unbiased confirmation of selective receptor targeting. Other significantly enriched guide RNAs targeted genes that regulate endosomal acidification, vesicle trafficking, endosome lysosome fusion, and clarithrin-dependent endocytosis, consistent with a CIM6PR-driven endocytic pathway to lysosomes. Components of the exocytes complex, which is reported to mediate vesicle localization to the plasma membrane, were also identified essential for the M6PN-mediated internalization of NA647. We proposed that the exocytes complex could be involved in the presentation of CIM6PR on the cell surface, a biochemical pathway which is yet to be elucidated. We performed CRISPR lockdown of exocy one and exocy 2 which encode to the exocytes complex components 1 and 2, respectively, in K562 cells using CRISPR library guides and measured cell surface CIM6PR levels by flow cytometry. A 60% decrease in cell surface CIM6PR levels was observed. We replicated these results in HELA cells, 75% decrease, and found that total CIM6PR levels did not change upon lockdown of ExoC1 in either cell line. Further, we observed no change in surface expression of epidermal growth factor receptor EGFR on HELA cells indicating that the global trafficking of cell surface proteins remained unperturbed. Together, these data indicate that the surface presentation of CIM6PR is mediated in part by the exocytes complex and, more broadly, the LITEC can be used to study the molecular pathways involved in the regulation of cell surface receptors. We next sought to determine whether conjugation of a poly M6PN bearing glycopolypeptide to an antibody would reprogram the antibody to rapidly direct extracellular agents to the lysosome. As a proof of principle experiment, we not specifically labeled lysine residues on a polyclonal antimouse EGG with bicyclononine and hydroxysaccinimate, PCN, NHS, and subsequently conjugated with antibody to azide terminated M6PN glycopolypeptides by a kappa free strain promoted azidalkine cycladition, generating the LITEC AB1. The conjugation reaction could be readily monitored by native gel electrophoresis because the covalent attachment of the anionic polypeptides caused a characteristic enhancement in migration compared with antibodies conjugated with non-charged polypeptides. 
incubation of K562 cells with AB1 and a mouse EGG labeled with Alexa Fluor 488 resulted in a 40-fold increase in lysosomal Alexa Fluor 488 AF488 signal relative to that of controls. Given the AB1 efficiently trafficked EGG molecules to lysosomes, we reasoned that could function as a lytic for a primary EGG antibody bound to its antigen. Co-incubation of cells with m mouse, anti-M-Turi and AB1 resulted in increases in uptake of between tenfold and hundredfold relative to non-M6 PM-bearing antibodies in cell lines. We next aimed to expand this strategy to a clinically relevant target, selecting apolipoprotein E4, ApoE4, which has been implicated in the pathogenesis of neurodegenerative disease. A 13-fold increase in uptake of ApoE4647 was observed using AB1 and a mouse anti-ApoE4 primary antibody, and uptake was continuous over the course of the incubation. Co-localization of the AF647 signal with lysosomes was observed at both 1 hour and 24 hour, replicating our findings with neotrivadine and EGG. Notably, no specific inhibition of serine and cysteine proteases resulted in the accumulation of intracellular ApoE4. 647, and this accumulation was substantially increased in the presence of anti-ApoE4 with AB1. This data demonstrates the LITEC-mediated target enrichment in the lysosome is coupled with target degradation. More broadly, conjugation of a lysosome targeting ligand to an antibody can reprogram the antibody to direct an extracellular antigen for degradation. We next asked whether LITEC could be used to accelerate the degradation of membrane-bound extracellular proteins. In principle, this requires simultaneous binding of a surface-associated protein and engagement of CIM6PR, an interaction which could also benefit from increased effective molarity upon target binding. We first targeted EGFR a known driver of cancer proliferation that can perform multiple scaffolding functions regardless of inhibition of its receptor tyrosine kinase activity. LITEC were constructed using cetuximab, an EGFR-blocking antibody approved by the Food and Drug Administration using a similar scheme to AB1. HeLa cells were incubated for 24 hours with 100 nanomolar CTX. CTX functionalized with either long or short M6PN glycopolypeptides or GALNAC functionalized CTX as a control. Cells were then leased and assayed for total EGFR levels. Substantial degradation of EGFR was observed only with CTX conjugated bearing M6PN glycopolypeptides. 
greater than 70% degradation comparable to EGF-induced downregulation. While no changes in CIM6PR levels were observed, there was no apparent difference in degradation ability between LIHTC bearing short or long M6PN glycopolypeptides. To demonstrate that depletion of EGFR is mediated by CIM6PR, we compared the degradation performance of CTX-M6PN AB2 to that of unmodified CTX in DCAS9 KREP HALA lines, stably expressing a non-targeting or an EGF2R targeting single guide RNA. Degradation of EGFR was observed only in HALA cells that expressed non-targeting single guide RNA, whereas knockdown of EGF2R completely abrogated degradation mediated by AB2. Equivalent results were obtained with concentrations of AB2 of between 100 nanomolar and 10 nanomolar. EGFR degradation was observed after 3 hours and reached a maximum between 12 hours and 24 hours, persisting for at least 72 hours. Exogenous M6P inhibited the degradation of EGFR in the presence of AB2, whereas treatment of cells with chloroquine prevented AB2 promoted degradation, demonstrating a dependency of both on M6P binding and on lysosomal acidification. To rule out the possibility that EGFR crosslinking by CTX contributes to target downregulation, we digested CTX with papain to obtain CTX fab, which binds EGFR in a monovalent fashion, and conjugated it to poly M6PN to generate it fab 1. Fab 1 accelerated the degradation of EGFR in a CIM6PM dependent manner to levels comparable with those obtained using AB2. This demonstrates that monovalent target binders can be used as light tech. In a mixed cell assay with HELA and JUTAC cells, the CTX-M6PN conjugate exhibited a similar binding profile to that of CTX alone suggesting that LITEC with dual affinities for the target and CIM6PR can maintain high on-target specificity. EGFR degradation was also observed in breast cancer and hepatocellular carcinoma cell lines. We next used quantitative mass spectrometry to perform a proteome-wide characterization of LITEC degradation specificity in cells treated with CTX or AB2. A significant reduction of EGFR levels was promoted by AB2, whereas CTX did not affect EGFR levels. CIM6PR levels were unchanged, further supporting that the degradation of EGFR is catalytic in terms of CIM6PR. Changes in the expression levels of other proteins as a result of EGFR degradation 
were also observed. These co-degraded proteins may represent EGFR interaction partners or co-regulated molecules. For example, treatment with AB2 co-significant downregulation of dehydropteridine reductase, 7,8-dehydro-8-oxoguanine triphosphatase and transcription factor DP1 and resulted in the upregulation of glucose 1,6-p-phosphate synthase and coordination of PRMT5 and differentiation stimulator COPRS. Although the precise mechanism for these changes remain to be elucidated, this data suggests that LIHTC may provide a means to monitor cellular changes in response to targeted protein degradation. We compare the functional consequences of LIHTC-mediated degradation to those of EGFR inhibition by CTX. Immunofluorescent microscopy revealed marked recrystallization of EGFR from the plasma membrane to intracellular vesicles upon treatment with AB2 compared to treatment with CTX alone. To assess the consequences of degradation and removal from the plasma membrane, we incubated cells with CTX or AB2, then washed and treated them with EGF. In cells left untreated by CTX or IB2, we observed rapid phosphorylation of tyrosine 1068 and EGFR that decreased over time. This is consistent with EGF-induced downregulation of EGFR. Cells treated with CTX exhibited modest levels of phosphorylation that were sustained for the cause of the EGF incubation. The sustained levels of phosphorylation are consistent with the ability of EGFR to engage in autophosphorylation and thus enhance stimulatory ligand bindings events through oligomerization. However, degradation of EGFR with AB2 reduced phosphorylation demonstrating the advantages of receptor removal. This effect was dependent on CYM6PR. Because downstream kinase phosphorylation is independent of EGFR phosphorylation in non-starved HELA cells, we used HEP3B hepatocellular carcinoma cells. AB2 facilitated robust EGFR degradation in HEP3B cells, and this degradation desensitized cells to EGF stimulation. Notably, although CTX treatment inhibited EGFR phosphorylation, levels of downstream phosphorylated AKT, PAKT, were similar between CTX and untreated cells. Only with AB2 treatment was downstream PAKT reduced to the levels observed in unstimulated cells. Proliferation of HEPG2 cells is known to be stimulated by EGF. We showed that AB2 inhibited the proliferative effects on EGF stimulation in HEPG2 cells relative to treatment with CTX alone. To demonstrate the scope 
of the Elitech platform, we targeted several additional membrane-associated proteins for degradation. CD71, transferrin receptor 1, a therapeutic cancer target that is progressing towards clinical trials, is known to cycle between early endosomes and the cell surface, avoiding trafficking to the lysosome for degradation. Upon incubation of Jurtec cells with a mouse anti-CD71 antibody and AB1, degradation of CD71 was observed greater than 18%, which was dependent on M6PN recognition. Note that the anti-CD71 antibody alone is reported to induce partial CD71 downregulation. After 24-hour incubation, cells treated with anti-CD71 and AB1 internalized less transferrin 647 than did untreated cells or cells treated with non-M6PN-bearing antibodies, further highlighting the functional consequences of target degradation. Additionally, we investigated whether LITEX could degrade PDL1 and drive off cancer cell immune evasion. For PDL1 to undergo accelerated degradation, the LITEC must overcome the PDL1 recycling pathway. MDA MB231 cells, which are PDL1 positive, were treated with anti PDL1. Anti PDL1 functionalized with GALNAC glycopolypeptides or anti-PDL1 M6PN LITEC. Treatment with AB3 resulted in a significant decrease, average 33% in cell surface, PDL1 levels compared to treatment with unfunctionalized anti-PDL1 or anti-PDL1 polygalnac. As MDA-MB231 cells expressed low levels of CIM6PR, we tested the degradation of PDL1 in the hot skin lymphoma cell line HDLM2, which expresses higher levels of CIM6PR. After 36 hours of treatment with AB3, 50% Downregulation of portal PDL1 was observed. When treated with a LITEC derived from atezolizumab, an FDA approved PDL1 blocking antibody, we observed a greater extent of PDL1 degradation, which was dependent on M6PN recognition. Thus, LITEC can override the endogenous recycling programs of cell surface proteins and accelerate their lysosome degradation. Finally, we asked how M6PN conjugation might affect antibody clearance in vivo. Bulb C mice were injected intraperitoneally with 5 mg per kilogram CTX or CTX M6PN and serum antibody levels were assayed by Western blotting. Six hours after injection, we observed a three-fold reduction in serum CTX M6PN relative to CTX, 
suggesting a rapid clearance phase post-injection. However, between 6 hours and 72 hours we observed only a moderate decrease in serum CTX M6PN relative to CTX and no substantial accumulation in either the liver or the spleen. This data suggests two regimes of clearance, a rapid initial phase and a slower, more sustained clearance. Modulating these two regimes will be important for tailoring the in vivo efficacy of an individual combination of LITEC and target protein. In summary, the LITEC platform enables targeting of cellular and membrane-associated proteins directly for lysosomal degradation. The success of a particular LITEC is likely to result from a combination of factors, including the endogenous kinetics of protein trafficking and turnover, the amount of surface localization, the inherent susceptibility to lysosomal transportation through clarathrin-mediated endocytosis and the stoichiometry relative to the lysosome targeting receptor. Although the LITEX described both take advantage of CIM6PR, in principle other shuttling receptors could be co-opted, reducing the potential for resistance to develop when targeting oncoproteins. We have demonstrated that both small molecules and large peptides can be used as protein target binders in LITEX, modulating the pharmacokinetic proteptase to control off-target clearance and stoichiometries of a given LITEC necessary to effectively degrade a membrane protein will remain a key challenge for further translational applications. We anticipate that the chemical tunability and modularity of LITEC will offer new opportunities to manipulate these parameters for targeted proteins degradation of secreted and membrane proteins, both for research and for potential therapeutics. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestion or an article you would like to listen to, please drop me an email to info.pub.reading at gmail.com.